0: Hi there, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC-TV series, The Walking Dead. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Talking Dead. Thanks for joining us. This is episode number 41 for the 7th of March, 2011. Did I get that right? This is the 7th already? It is the 7th of March. Holy cannolis. I know the year and the month is just flying by. Before we know it, it'll be time for Walking Dead Season 2. Yep. Although we have to get out of this winter, this damn winter first. Darn winter. Get through the summer. Dang and, winter. And and then get into the fall. Yes. Um, So, Jason, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. I think uh, we should speed up through winter, take a nice
1: long summer, and -hmm. then speed up through fall.
0: And speed up through next winter, too, maybe. Yeah, well,
1: I'm just trying to get to The Walking Dead. And then once we get there, we'll slow down and have The Walking Dead and enjoy it. You know, take some time to really absorb it and have some fun with it. But uh, I think speeding through the summer just to get to the fall so that we can watch The Walking Dead is probably a mistake. So I'm going to enjoy the summer, but then speed through fall.
0: I, I I do like the way you think. That's I don't, my suggestion, anyway. <laughs> I I don't want to speed through summer either. Uh, that that would be a mistake. Summer's nice. It is. Um, but I was saying, welcome back. You, oh, weren't, yeah, thank you, you weren't here last week. No, I was not. D- Dave filled in admirably. Yeah, he did for a great you. job.
1: I I enjoyed the show. It was the first time I got to listen to it
0: without actually participating in it. It was uh very enjoyable. That is exciting. You and Dave should record a show one week and let me listen to it. That'd be fun. That would be fun. You'd have to be here to help me record it though. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just sit over there and not yeah. say anything. Yeah. Um, we Can you talked- imagine how hard that would be for you? <laughs> it would be hard to just sit here and listen. <laughs> It'd be hard for me to be here. And I know, mean, I hard that. isn't the right word, but I'd be like, why aren't I doing anything? I'm here yeah. anyway. So um, we talked about Dave's comic Stranger. Yep. Which is cool. If, you guys, if anyone listening missed that, go back and listen. He's doing this web comic a page at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it involves zombies, and it's really, really coming together nicely. So everyone, I highly recommend checking it out. I think I liked it.
1: I uh I logged into Facebook for the first time in over a month specifically to like
0: it. And I think I did that successfully. Oh I see. You think you clicked like I clicked the button, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> happened after that. Okay. Well it's uh it is very cool. If if you wanna find it, you can um come to talking dot com and find a link to it there. I'll probably make a permanent link a little bit more prominent on the site. That's a good soon. idea. So yeah, so it's pretty cool. But uh one of the other things we talked about last week. Was the fact that a uh, Walking Dead, the Walking Dead video game, was confirmed? Mm-hmm. And since you weren't here, I want to get your thoughts. All right, remind me of Walking exactly what the uh, what the deal is. It's not going to be a first person shooter. No, it is going to be an episodic, character focused video game released by Telltale Games. Right, they are the company behind such titles as recently Back to the Future which is a game I'd kind of like to check out because mm-hmm. I am admittedly a massive Back to the Future fan. But they also did Monkey yeah, Island. You're not that massive. Uh, no, my fandom is massive. Oh, your though. fandom, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Monkey Island, they also did. Uh, which I don't know if you've played, but I played a long no. time ago. I believe that used to be a Sierra online. Property.
1: Oh, I liked the Sierra online. Those were fun. Back before online meant online.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know, they. speaking of Sierra, apparently Telltale is also reinventing King's Quest. So oh, good. That could be fun, too. I used that, to be a big fan. Oh, of I love
1: the King's Quest and uh, Space Quest. And Police Quest. Don't forget Police Quest.
0: Yeah. Space Quest was the most fun, though. I liked that a yeah.
1: lot. <laughs> I played a little bit of Le- Leisure Suit Larry, but I never finished it.
0: When I was really back in the day and I was all into those games, I think I played them all. Did there you? were at least three Space Quests, yep. two or three Police Quests. I played most of the King's Quest games. so I remember a...
1: them coming out and staying up all night playing them with friends. Yeah. Just,
0: you know, hung, you know,
1: sit ourselves down in front of a computer, grab a case of Coke and some pink wafer cookies and just sit there and just nerd out <laughs> some some pink waffers oh yeah we were we were the uh we were big
0: nerds back then back then and now <laughs> yeah and now uh so that's the deal now i don't know much about the style of games that uh, telltale puts out i haven't played any of them recently although i I'm thinking about picking up the Back to the Future series to just check it out because it's available for Mac. Oh, good. And, you know, that's... Don't download it now. That's what I have in front of me. I'll start playing it while we're recording. Do, they, uh, do they have it on the uh, the App Store? No, it's not an App Store type game. Oh. It's, it's a standalone download. Actually, you know what? It might be on the Mac App Store, but I don't think so. Um, well, I like the idea of episodic. I've yes. often thought that this would be a good
1: idea for a video game to release release it in small chunks rather than, you know, a whole big game and then wait 10 years and then come out with a whole other big game. You you release it in episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, they release TV in episodes and even movies will come in, you know, episodes like uh, Lord of the Rings were essentially episodes of the one big movie that were released at uh, Christmas of, you know, three years in a row kind of thing. So I, I like the idea of an episodic video game. I think that video games should go that way in general. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea. I'm good
0: with that. Okay. I think it's a good idea. I mean, The Walking Dead's probably well-suited to that sort of release, too. Yeah. That sort of style. Well,
1: everything about The Walking Dead is episodic. You know, the uh, the graphic novel, the TV show, everything. It's just—everything comes in episodes, so just another extension of that, which is good.
0: Well, word is that at Comic-Con this year in the summer, we're going to get lots more information on the game. Now, granted, that is still months away at this point. Mm-hmm. Who knows what we will learn between now and then, but apparently the first episode is set for release in the fall sometime, so... Ooh, what coincidental timing. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That's just lucky on their part, Yeah, I guess, you know? Nobody planned that at all. Not at all. So I'm excited for it. I look forward to playing it when it's available. I like the idea that it's not going to be a zombie
1: bash either, because, you know, all zombie video games nowadays are all... Zombie bashing. Basically, you know, whatever story, whatever. Your entire point in existence is to get from point A to point B or do whatever, but along the way smash as many zombies in the head as you can. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea that this game may not be that. It may end up being that, but the idea is not to be that. It's it's character driven. Uh, It's, you know, uh, I think the quote was for every uh, zombie encounter, there's 10 things that humans do to each other that are just dastardly.
0: Yeah, I think that's what one of the telltale guys said. Yeah. Um and and there there'll probably be a balance of both. Well, you got to have
1: you got to bash some zombies. Like you can't get around it. No, there are zombies.
0: You need to bash them occasionally. But you
1: got to bash some humans too. Exactly. <laughs> or you got to, you know, dialogue with humans and uh, get out of stick situations so they don't bash you. That's right. Or throw you in the ring with some zombies.
0: You don't want that. No. And and maybe equal parts um Puzzle solving, too. We, we, well, don't really, we don't really know, you know? How do I get from point A to
1: point B, you know, knowing that there are probably a bunch of lurkers out there, but I don't know where they are. Mm-hmm.
0: How about a zombie strategy game where... Like Stratego? Eh, well, I don't know, where you are, you know, you're holed up somewhere. You know, um, you might have an idea of the landscape, and you might oh. need to know where you need to get to, <clears throat> and you have to develop a strategy to get there safely.
1: Like... Uh, I see a civilization type thing, right? Where you're basically, you're not starting a civilization, but you're trying to survive, mm-hmm. right? And so you find a stronghold or whatever, and you, uh, you build your resources and you get more people and you collect things and then you kind of reach out and you're trying to retake the planet. Yeah. Kind of like World War Z. Yeah. Retake, this is, this is a good idea.
0: Not a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> retake the planet. I, it could be called that.
1: Yes, it could. <laughs> Not World War Z, though. You might have some copyright restrictions with that.
0: Maybe one or two.
1: Or World War Z. We are Canadian, after all. That's totally different. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) World War Z. Well, there you go. Um, Video game, Walking Dead. Apparently, it is a multi-year, multi-title deal with Mr. Kirkman. Right. So we could get lots of Walking Dead video games over the years. And, uh, And that's that. I'm giving this idea one and a half thumbs up. And that's entirely possible for zombies. To have half a thumb to put up. They can support you on that. Yeah. Uh. So one and a half thumbs up from me on this idea. Excellent. Also this week, well, the game is in the fall, but happening this week (laughs) is the Walking Dead DVD and and Blu-ray release. You're going to buy the Blu-ray. Yep. I'm going to buy the DVD. And
1: yep, you're not going to buy the Blu-ray.
0: Nope. So I can bring it here and, and... Do nothing with it.
1: Should I bring over the Blu-ray and my Blu-ray player so you can see the
0: difference? No, I'm not interested in the difference. Oh, but that'll be fun. Dave and I went through this last week. I'll bring some Cokes. Well, maybe that. But what I'm most interested, of course, is the special features that are on here. And we've we've gone through them, but I think next, uh, uh, during this week, we'll try to watch some of it and report back on the next episode. That's a good idea. What we see.
1: Do you think that all the special features will be on both the DVD and Blu-ray
0: releases? I believe they're identical. Okay. That's good. I believe so. Well it it is good for me. Yeah. Um but and I don't like I don't like it when movie studios or whatever release too many different versions of something. Like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Well, Star Wars. That's, that may be a good example. You know that's coming out in three D next year? Yep re released Uh, to theaters. In 3D. Hot diggity dog. I'm not going to go see it.
1: No way. (laughs) Forget it. (laughs) I've got Star Wars in my head. I'm fine with it. Yeah,
0: it's there. I I I want to go back and play the
1: version that's in my head. I can do that. That's right. I don't need a new version of Star Wars in
0: my head. Every few years. Yeah. But we digress. Yeah. So Walking Dead Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow, everybody. I believe you can, well, I'm sure you can pre-order it all over the place. Have you done that? I have not. Neither have I. I'm hoping to just walk into a store and buy it. That's a good idea. But I don't. I mean, I assume that'll be possible. Why wouldn't it be, really? Yeah.
1: If it's if it's not possible, that's okay, too, because that means it's really popular. It's true. It's just, we won't get lot. to see it, which is bad, because we're doing a podcast about it. <laughs> we probably should have pre-ordered.
0: Well, what can you do, man? <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> you could pre-order tonight, and it's still, much, it's still shipped tomorrow for you. I'm going to do that right now. Okay, go for it. Next time on The Talking Dead, we review The Walking Dead... DVD release, man, barely got that out.
1: Should we watch them all, and and all the special features? Should we make a pact to do that by next week? No, the special Good.
0: features, yes. Okay. Um, the rest of the episodes maybe we'll spread out over time and and rewatch. Do a rewatch of okay. all of them. That sure. might be a fun thing to do. But let's get into the news for this week. News. So, Pallyfest. Yes. I believe that is how you pronounce it. We Not fest No, or anything like that. We we had some talk about how to pronounce that, but I believe it's fest Okay. And it is currently running. It opened, uh, it started on Friday, and of Ooh. course it started, it launched opening night with the Walking Dead panel. Excellent. It was widely covered online, and I have a rundown here of... A whole bunch of the information that came out of this panel.
1: Excellent. Let's run it down.
0: Uh, Most of this comes from eOnline, entertainmentonline.com, in case you're wondering. And
1: they're using the online word in the sense that it's currently accepted. Not like Sierra Online, (laughs) which just meant the computer was turned on.
0: Right. (laughs) eOnline is a website that is online. Uh, There are potentially... Some pretty decent spoilers in this information. Now, obviously, it's all been released by the people who create make this show, so... It's not really... Is it classified
1: as teaser, then?
0: Sure, but it could easily be, you know, thought of as spoilers here, so... Right. If you're really worried about any kind of spoilers for The Walking Dead, we are going to go through a bunch of them right now, and... Uh,
1: you know what TV show is really bad for spoilers? No. The Oscars. <laughs> if yeah. you don't see all the movies, they're going to ruin a lot of them for me. Well, they ruined in the end of uh, 127 Hours
0: uh, for me. Well, I've been trying to avoid that for months. Everybody knows what happens at the I end. know. You I've just been trying to avoid it. You just don't know how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, I kind of do now because of the Oscars. Uh, no, like basically, like
1: any it. movie that was up for best, uh, best Picture has been spoiled. Well,
0: I'll tell you something right now. Don't, don't don't, spoil it anymore for
1: me if you're going to talk about 127 hours.
0: No, 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 I'm not going to. I okay. haven't seen that movie, but um, one of the clips they showed for Black Swan, yeah. the last scene of the movie. That's sons <laughs> of bitches. I know. They do that. Oh. <laughs> I tell you. So the Oscars is bad for spoilers. Now that said, you can pretty much, I mean, it's, it's no secret really when you're watching the movie what the last scene or what's going to happen at the end of that movie. Yeah. But
1: you shouldn't show it to everybody. Well, yeah, exactly. You shouldn't show it to everybody. And you know, it's the fact that they figure they can just spoil the hell out of anything because it's the Oscars and who is not going to watch all the movies in the Oscars uh, by the time the Oscars come out? And the only answer to that is the Academy are the only ones that are going to watch all of the movies and they probably don't before the Oscars come out. Mm-hmm. The, the general public does not have the financing available to watch every movie that could possibly be nominated for an Oscar. Or time, really. And mm-hmm. by the time the nominations come out, A lot of the movies are, you know, after release in theater, but before release in DVD.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That just... Anyway. Or sometimes not even released in theaters that much yet. Limited sometimes. Limited release, yeah.
1: Yeah. So the chances of the general public seeing all of those movies that they're spoiling is very slim in my mind. I think it's a mistake for them to spoil as much
0: as they do. Okay. Well, write them a letter. That's a bit of a rant. (laughs) bit of a rant. And again, we're all over the place here. So spoilers ahead for The Walking Dead... All this information comes from Pally Fest, which is ongoing right now. So one of the things they really revealed is that in season two, they will indeed be arriving at Herschel's Farm. Awesome. That is good. Lori I really Holden, liked uh, Herschel's Farm. Yeah, it's a, it's a great location. Lots of good characters there. Yeah. Lots of room for development. Yep. Lori Holden said, I know we're going to arrive at Herschel's farm, which is a huge part of the next chapter of storytelling. I think it's going to get sexier and more violent. I hope she doesn't really equate those two. Well, I don't think she's equating them. She's just saying it will be sexier and it will be more violent. Right. (laughs) Uh, More on the sexy and gross and violent and More on the sexy later. Trains and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Andrew Lincoln, he's had season two, will stick relatively close to the narrative of the graphic novel. Hmm. Which is interesting. It is. Uh, Season one, to me, it veered off as much as it stayed on. It did, yeah. It was almost 50-50 in my mind. Uh, So if we're going to have 13 episodes now that kind of stick closer to the graphic novel, I think that'll be good. I I, think so, too. I, I, I like that idea. Kirkman, yeah, to go on, Kirkman confirmed that the group will spend, quote, a good portion of the season at the farm. Good. So there you go. Lots going on there. Lots going on. And Frank Darabont... Uh, on getting to the prison, which is something else that comes after the farm. He said, it's the joke of my career now. I'm the ultimate recidivist. I keep getting sent back to prison. Essentially, he's confirming that they'll go there at some point.
1: Now, why does he say that exactly? What else has happened where he's been sent back to prison?
0: The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's true. The Green Mile. That's also true. He makes movies about prisons. Thank you. There you go. I should have realized that. Yeah. (laughs) Asked a dumb question, get an obvious answer. (laughs) Get an obvious answer. Um, So... Obviously, we don't know how this is all going to play out. We don't know the specifics of what we're going to see. Um, but if I were to, if I were to take a shot in the dark, I'd say we'd get a couple of episodes uh, before they get to the farm. Maybe one or two recovering from what happened at the Center for Disease Control right. and figuring out what to do. Then they arrive at the farm. We probably get a majority of the rest of the season there yeah. um, with possible little detours out and about to take care of stuff or whatever. Yep. And then... Go look for Merle. Go look for more. Merle. Go look for supplies. You know, deal with a barn full of zombies. Whatever. Hey, that's a spoiler. It's not in here. <laughs> Sorry. Like I said, spoilers ahead. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, there'll be a lot of um, character stuff going on, which we'll get into in a minute. And then the last two or three episodes will be, will be them setting out again yep. and arriving at the prison. I think so, too. I, I think, think that's, that's, uh, that's a good mix. I think that's how this season is going to pan out.
1: And I think that, uh, yeah, when they get to the prison, it's going to, you know, they're going to see the prison. It's going to seem like the promised land, and that'll be the end of the episode. Or later on once, you know, the few events happen within the prison that may be hang more hangerish Hanger?
0: Cliffhanger. 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 Use the whole word. That's right. Cliffhanger. It's the a hanger. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see the final episode of The Walking Dead? It was a huge hanger. What a hanger. What? <laughs> uh, so the, the only hole in my theory, I think, is that they're going to want to do something at the end of the season that nobody sees coming. Right. Like they did with the first season. And... Just arriving at the prison, looking down over the hill, going, that's where we're going to be. We'll be safe here. A little bit too predictable and happy-ish of an ending. Right. You know? They're going to need to mix it up somehow.
1: Okay. So if the prison has uh, an incendiary self-destruct device, I'm going to be pissed off.
0: Just, (laughs) I'm setting that as, you know, a statement right now. That'll piss me off. No self-destruct devices for prisons. Gotcha. Okay. Do they have those? I don't think so. That's good. Maybe they can fill up with um, some sort of uh, sleeping gas for if there's a big prison riot, they just flick a button, put everyone to sleep. Why
1: don't they do that? I don't know. You prison think... riots all the time, and they always get out of hand, and they burden the, <sighs> the beds, and they make fires, and they bash stuff, and all kinds of weird things. Why not just
0: put them all to sleep, and then clean it up? and Click a button, and they all go to sleep. Is that against their civil rights, maybe? I don't know. They're in jail. They gave up most of their rights. <clears throat> yeah, do they have the right not to breathe, breathe poisonous gas? It's not poisonous. It's just It's just a... Um, it's like ether gas or something. Well, I don't know. Ether's a liquid, right? So, I, whatever it is. Can you imagine
1: the uh, the public outcry if they gassed a whole prison.
0: But again, they're not killing them, they're just putting them to sleep. It's an anesthetic, sort of.
1: Yeah. There's, there's something wrong with this. I don't know what it is. Well,
0: that's probably why they haven't done it.
1: Yeah. There's there's some kind of hang up. I'm <laughs> there's not no sure. way
0: we're the first people to think of this.
1: Or they should electri- electrify all the cell doors. Yeah. <laughs>
0: try and get out now, buddy. That's right. Now try to riot. <laughs> Anyways, so that's my theory for the season, but they're going to have to mix it up at the end. Yeah. Um, on, uh, now speaking of sexy time, Robert Kirkman <laughs> had this to say. I never thought you'd say that to me. Now, speaking of sexy time. Yeah. Let's not do it more than once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> Kirkman <laughs> said, quote, anyone who's read the comic book knows Herschel has a daughter named Maggie. Maggie. And Maggie has a relationship with Glenn. So oh, Maggie and Glenn. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they're a good couple. They are. And uh, I'm going to be happy to see Glenn get some love. Yeah. Because he's a great character. It's and he's not played... really a relationship that's full of turmoil. I mean, there is, you know, there's rough spots and stuff, but overall, it's a good, solid relationship, I think. Sure, but I think we need that. It's nice to see that in the it show. It is, yeah. There are going to be enough ter- tumultuous relationships. That's a good word. And it's nice to have a solid one. In fact, that didn't even occur to me until you just said it now. It's kind of the contrast of most of the things that happens in this show. Yep. They have their issues, but not... Overall, they're pretty solid. Well, Glenn and Andrea. Glenn and Andrea? Yeah. Dale and Andrea? Dale
1: and Andrea. <laughs> Glenn and Maggie, yeah, Maggie. See, I was thinking of Glenn from somewhere else. <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, Dale and Andrea, they're pretty solid. I suppose. Eventually. Eventually. That was a spoiler, too. They're moving towards that, but that that plays into the sexy time a little bit. Sexy Time, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Kirkman goes on to say, that's something we're probably going to do. There will be romances here and there. It's the end of the world. There's not a lot to do. People are going to be hooking up from time to time. Yep. And he's right. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. It's like winter in this country. (laughs) Sexy Time. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, Moving along, on The Secret Whisper, we all know The the Secret Whisper, yeah, I think I saw them in '89 at the somewhere or song, <laughs> Secret Whisper. I don't know. Sarah Wayne Callies, who plays Lori Grimes, said, "I think Lori has some bigger secrets to keep." No kidding. <clears throat> pregnant. <laughs> and if she becomes pregnant, oh, it will be because uh, it will become some ways more difficult to keep those secrets. You know what I think. She's going to be pregnant and start showing, and they'll be like, "What's that?" And she'll I, say, "I
1: don't know. I think it's going to be a cross with, uh, you know, the, the type of themes that they had in V, the original V, not that stupid new series. Uh, even though they did this in the stupid new series. Boy, that new series is terrible. Yeah,
0: I think it's going to be a zombie baby. Come on, no, if they they can't do a zombie i I'm zombie kidding, baby. <laughs> they can't do a zombie baby. <laughs> I'm pissed off that they did a lizard baby. <laughs> I'm, uh, I didn't watch too much of that new V no, show because garbage. I, I couldn't stomach it. It was so bad. Most people thought it was better, just a slight digression. Most people thought it was better than Flash Forward, but I think Flash Forward was far superior to V. Yeah, I never watched much of either of those.
1: Well. Well, V was stupid because they could have they had so much room to play. They're rebooting the series for crying out loud. And they decided to go with a remake. Lizards in skin, in human skin. Like, give me
0: a break. You can do whatever you want when you're remaking something to improve it. Battlestar Galactica, prime example. Yes. V didn't do anything right. They completely dropped the ball. They lost the
1: ball. Somebody took the ball and went home in a huff. And burned it. And burned the ball.
0: In their fireplace. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So V, don't watch it. Kirkman, uh, regarding The Secret Whisper, said he would prefer not to spoil that storyline. Well, sure. Um, Although he did allude to second season pregnancies on AMC sister shows like Breaking Bad and Mad Men.
1: All right. Who's going to get pregnant in Breaking Bad?
0: What do you mean, who's going to get pregnant? Who's going to be pregnant in Breaking Bad? You've watched all of Breaking yes, Bad. Yes, I've watched all of Breaking Bad. Did in, I miss something? In season two, there was a pregnancy, and now there's a new baby. Spoilers for Breaking Bad, everybody. Yeah, that happened already. Yes. That's, he alluded to oh, season oh, okay. second season pregnancies in Breaking Bad. Uh, she was pregnant, in the see, second season gave I misunderstood that. Birth. I thought that maybe there was going to be another pregnancy
1: in no, Breaking no, no. We're, Bad, we're, and I'm like, they totally did that already.
0: People were pregnant. What he's trying to say is yes. Breaking Bad had a second season pregnancy. Mad Men had one. All right. Um, and Mad Men's had a couple since then. And uh, there are also AMC shows, so The Walking Dead is going to have... It's going to follow the formula. It's nice to have tradition. It is. Let's call it tradition rather than formula. Follow the tradition of pregnancies in the second season. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they all but said, yeah, she's pregnant. You know? Well, they, they really did. They didn't come out and say that, but... They Basically, did. they did. Um, I'm not saying she's pregnant, but she's pregnant. Yeah. Robert Kirkman said, um, someone asked him about if they're going to draw that out for a while. And he said, there's a difference between teasing your audience and torturing your audience. And we're going to lean a lot more uh, towards tease than torture. So so the first scene of the next season,
1: hey, what did uh, Jenner say to you? Oh, he said you're pregnant.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. We'll, and then a zombie will attack and they'll be like, we'll talk about this later.
1: Yeah. That's a whole year we had to hold that hold that secret, right? True. So that's, you know, why hold it out any longer? First scene, first
0: episode, get her done. This isn't lost after all. They're no, it is not. They're not going to drag this out and have people not talk to each other forever.
1: And then get confused because they <laughs> missed an episode. It's like, what
0: happened? Yeah. Forget it. And then stop watching altogether. So pretty much confirmed that Lori's pregnant and we're going to have to deal with that in season two. That's going to be a big part of the season as well. I think so. Big part of the... Character developmenty type stuff that we're going to see at Herschel's farm. I would Not think. a zombie baby. No, no zombie babies. Let's hope. Because um, they did that in the
1: uh, Dawn of the Dead, that remake. Did they in the in the mall? Was
0: there a zombie baby in that? It's yeah, been a while. well, it
1: was the the woman was infected while she was pregnant, and she was turning into a zombie, and she gave birth to a zombie baby. I don't. know. I gotta watch that movie again. I don't remember
0: very much. It's about not it. too
1: bad. There's a really good uh, f- uh, Modern Family episode that uh, it's a Halloween episode when the, uh, the, hmm. the the dad in Modern Family who was in that movie. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was the the real asshole in that movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, near the end, he had the he owned the boat. He was the real jerk.
0: Oh yeah, I remember the end with the boat, but I don't remember him being. in Yeah,
1: he was in it. He was the, he was the real asshole guy. And uh, he, his kids in Modern Family were watching uh, a zombie movie on TV at Halloween. It's like, that's not that remake in the mall, eh? Don't watch that. That one's stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It was great. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So other points from the Pallyfest panel. Um, Darabont, uh, they, they shot that. One of the rumors we talked about uh, before is that maybe Merle would show up again and play the governor. Right. Not a bad theory, really. They You know, I thought so anyways, and I, I wouldn't be dissatisfied if that happened. But they basically shot that down. Um, they they wouldn't confirm if he, or Morgan and Duane, two other characters that we're looking forward to seeing again, he wouldn't confirm if they would return, but he did say that Merle isn't going to be the governor. Darabont said that would be lame and obvious.
1: Where did that idea come from?
0: I'm not sure. I I don't think we were the first people to... To come up I with think it. it's Dave's idea. It could be Dave's. idea. I think it's Dave's. It might be. It's it's out there on the internet though now. So if he came up with it, kudos to him for starting it. I'm not sure. I think Dave came up with an idea that Frank Darabont just commented on. It's possible.
1: It's possible. It makes but makes me happy.
0: That does make me happy. If it if that's true. I think yeah. That
1: idea. We have to go back and listen. I think that idea is Dave's. At least I think it's Dave's. Independently of wherever else Frank Darabont
0: heard of it. Sure. It could be. Yeah yeah i I don't know it that's exciting though if it is cool um darabont so darabont said that would be lame and obvious now he also said who knows sorry dave if darabont said that was lame and obvious (laughs) but he also said who knows maybe i'll do something lame and obvious yeah so he really went both ways with it but you know as 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 okay as i think that would be i don't think it's gonna
1: happen. no of course not you know i don't think so no it's gonna be it's uh it's going to be like Tom Skerritt or something. <laughs> Tom Skerritt. He used to be in everything, man. Yeah, he was. He really was. He was yeah. in the Alien. That was
0: great. Uh, top Gun, right? Tom Skerritt? He's in Top Gun as that, well, yeah. Is that Top Gun? Oh, yeah, that's him. Okay. Yeah, he's in everything. Now, or Kirk... Alan Thicke. <laughs> oh, God. Alan Thicke would be great. <laughs> Alan Thicke should not play the governor. <laughs> no, he's a good, solid Canadian actor. Remember when the rumors are that um, Superman was joining the cast? What the hell yeah. was his name again? Uh but, and then we, th- and then Brandon Routh, Brandon Routh. Yeah. And then we talked about maybe him playing the governor and that would be a stretch for him. Cause I don't, I haven't seen him play anybody really evil nope. or, or even potentially, you know, yeah. I haven't seen him in a lot of roles, but, um, Superman is the anti-governor really. He really is. <laughs> you know,
1: I'm trying to think of his name, John Goodman. John Goodman. I think he
0: could do a good governor. Well, you know who they want to get on the show, or at least Kirkman is Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill would be great. Put Ed O'Neill in that role. He's a little older, but that's fine. That's perfect. You know, older Ed O'Neill governor.
1: was, uh, I often thought he was a great actor. I know, you know, Married with Children aside, that role was kind of stupid, but I think Ed O'Neill as an actor is
0: completely um, under-relished. What's Un- the word I'm looking for? He's underrated. But underrated. He's, uh, no, he's been good the whole time. It's just he took Married with Children for 13 years or whatever to yes. pay the bills, I guess. Yes. You know? yes. Meanwhile, he'd he'd make like detective movies, and, and he did stuff Dragnet. Like that.
1: There was a short-lived TV show, a remake of Dragnet, where yep. he played uh, what's his name Friday. I remember seeing it. Uh, he was the straight man, and he did it brilliantly. I thought he was magnificent in that role. I w- and I was hoping that that show would stick around, and it didn't. Well, he uh, he's great on Modern Family. Yes, he was also yep. in John of Cincinnati or something of one. Cincinnati. Um, what's his name that did? Uh, deadwood uh canceled deadwood and started doing this somebody of cincinnati thing that ed o'neill was in he was good in that too
0: well let's get ed o'neill on the uh on the walking dead yeah i think it would be great as That will be exciting even even anything else i think kirkman teased that we'd see him he was going to cast ed o'neill as michonne or something like <laughs> that <laughs> not teased that's probably judged. miscast that's probably a miscast but hey he could probably pull it off i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Another interesting thing that Kirkman said, though, when asked if there would be new characters once again, he said, uh, look at the comics for a lot of hints about characters introduced around the time of the Herschel storyline. Well, there's like seven kids. There's Herschel and all his children, of course, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Is there? I don't know. I haven't read that back that far in a while, but...
1: I think that's pretty much... Well, there's the neighbors. There's a neighbor couple. Are they already living at the farm? they're living at the farm at the time, so there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people living there. There's Herschel and all his kids, and there's a neighbor couple um I wish I had my notes with me i had uh, I took notes on all the on the graphic novels when I was reading them anyway, yeah, there's a bunch of people there.
0: Well, he said there will be new characters, but really to look at the comics for who's around at the time. I mean Sean could show up early. she could show up early. Tyrese could show up, yeah, you where, know where does Tyrese show up? I'm not sure. I I remember the moment Michonne shows up at the prison. Me too. She walks in with the zombies attached to her. With no arms. With no arms. Uh, Tyrese
1: was there before the prison.
0: Yes, he was. Because he wasn't in the prison. He he arrived there with them. So was he there when they got to the Wilshire Estates? Which we don't think we're going to see in season two. I don't know. I don't know where... uh... He shows up. I have to look that up. Somebody, uh, somebody, call in and tell us exactly, and remind us exactly where Tyrese shows up in the storyline. We need that confirmed. Yeah. Um, There's some. Tyrese has somebody with him as well. Who was that? I don't
1: recall. It was a couple of people with Tyrese, and they all died off. They're probably not alive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, have to go back and uh,
0: research this. We can do that.
1: Well, he says to go back and look for hints, right? Yeah.
0: We should do that. Okay. There you go. We'll <laughs> go back. We'll make a list of all the characters around that time. We'll check it twice. Uh, exactly. Listeners, please do the same thing and call in your thoughts. Do it. I have a little comic books on my iPad. Maybe I should just <laughs> pull them up right now. Call in 1-866-483-ZOMB. <laughs> well, we promised we would, nobody would be on that line. We can't have them call in right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, we're not live. Yeah. That's problem number one. <laughs> Someday we will be, though, maybe.
1: This is an asynchronous broadcast.
0: Okay. Regarding the timeline for Season 2, Darabont said, I want to see them still in the reactive phase of this heated and intense thing that happened, referring to the explosion and events at the CDC. Right. So what he's saying is that not much time will have passed at the beginning of Season 2, which is contrary to one of the things we've talked about before, thinking that between seasons there could be a great deal of time passing, right? Oh, so what does this mean for Carl? We've often talked about the problem with children in that they age way too fast. If we're going to pick up right after um, right after season one finished, we have Carl, you know, a year older, probably looking like he's 18 now, but still playing exactly the same aged character that he was in the first season.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I think that if a year... I think they're going to do... If a year passes between shooting they're gonna do a year passes in time on the show
0: but not not for the second season it sounds like they're gonna pick it up right away now maybe they pick it up we see a little bit and then we jump forward or something like that maybe but I don't even see that happening if we're going to be on the road and then we arrive at the farm I don't see there being a big a big distance a big stretch of time between you know leaving the CDC and getting to the farm
1: they could I mean in the comic they spend the winter out on the road right that's true they're, so I mean, it could be, and it's uh, what time uh, time of year is it? It's the middle of summer, in uh, in the TV show, right? Because it's you know there was August mm-hmm. that uh, they were in at, near the quarry. So if they spend a the winter, I mean, they could uh, show snippets or do a montage or something. I hope they don't do a montage, but they could do something that gets them forward by next spring, kind of thing, and then that would explain Carl looking older. Right and he's got to be older because I don't think the uh, uh I don't think he's quite old enough to learn how to handle a gun yet I mean he is in the comic book he's plenty old to be able to do that, but I don't think they can get away with that in with live action
0: yeah, know? it could be tricky you're right i mean i I do see the need for them to move time ahead a little bit here I think we brought up a few episodes ago that not a lot of time passed in the first season in the first six episodes, and now we're hearing that not a lot of time is going to pass between seasons right. My feeling is that maybe they can get away with one more season of short time, right? Not as short as season one, but I mean the dis, you know, jump from episode six to episode one of season two right. can be a short time. Then they can slow down season two, and at the end of season two, maybe hey, if they arrive at the prison like I like I was speculating before, they arrive at the prison. Who knows what happens exactly at that point, but if, if season two has a slightly upbeat ending, we could come back season three a year later living in the prison. That's true. They've, they've put together a garden, they're growing food, they've, they've, you know, reclaimed some civilization. Right. I could see that happening. And, that and would, then Carl can be as old as you want.
1: Yep, yeah, and that would, uh, <clears throat> that would give them uh, a lot of time for a lot of zombies to show up around the gate,
0: Yeah, and have a—that's right, and have a big wall of zombies outside the gate. One of the things they get into in the comic is how to deal with that, right? Right. And if you remember, they have a knife and a board on it, so you (laughs) stick the knife through, (laughs) but the first time you tried it, the knife just got stuck in, and then they lost the knife. Yeah, that's a toughie. That's a tough one. So lots of possibilities there. Um, Now, regarding the Season 2 premiere, we spoke about this a little bit off the top of the podcast— but it has essentially all been confirmed, and it's public knowledge that season two is in fact starting in the fall, good, basically in October. It's yep. not going to come back earlier, no July premiere like we had heard a uh, few months ago, yep, so we do have a bit of a wait um Kirkman in Entertainment Weekly was asked if the show will return in the fall, and he said, yes, that's pretty public at this point. That's the target That was his exact quote excellent um, so if something gets leaked enough, they'll confirm it. I guess so. That's yeah. awesome. That is. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> now, I, I just want to make a quick call out to one of our listeners who sent me a picture from the New York Toy Fair from last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, listener, his Twitter name is Fets F E T T S. Thank you, Mr. Fetz, for sending this picture. It was a picture of a poster from the Toy Fair that said, Returning this fall. That's pretty confirmationative. He sent it to me about a month ago, and I I didn't have a chance because of our schedule and so on to really uh, bring it up on the show, but I, I definitely wanted to. Right. But this was a month ago before anything was really officially confirmed, and I thought it was interesting that it was just up there but nobody really reported on it. I didn't see huh. any information online other than this shot that he sent me. And uh, I kind of wish I'd gotten, we'd gotten to it sooner here, but um, the information seemed to be out there. Well, Kirkman's you know, right. Month.
1: You put up a poster. That's pretty <laughs> confirmed. That's pretty much, yeah. tiff? What's the word I'm looking for? The noun of confirm.
0: Confirmed? Confirmed? Well, sure. <laughs> Works for me. All right. So... Yeah, at the time it wasn't confirmed, but it appears to be now. Um, yeah, and uh, and that's that. So thank you, Fetz, for sending that in. Yeah, that's great. Appreciate it. Um, and that's exactly what's happening now. So there you go. A few more quick notes on the Pallyfest uh, panel. Entertainment Weekly, from their Inside TV blog, wrote, filming is, filming is expected to begin in May. Awesome. Now, to be honest, I'm not sure if that was revealed at the f- uh, at the panel. I guess it's not going to be winter. Yeah, it sounds like they're filming in the summer again. Um, If that's even true. We don't know where Entertainment Weekly is getting their information. That could be pure speculation. Right. But... we are not filming now. They're not filming now. They've been working at it for a few weeks, writing and so on. Yeah. And it sounds reasonable, you know. What is it now, March? Yep. Two more months of preparations, and then they start filming in May. Sounds reasonable. Why not? (laughs) Hopefully that is, because if that happens, we're bound to get more news and some set pictures and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Also from Entertainment Weekly, Kirkman said, Frank Darabont is focusing on writing. He's in the writer's room every day. I'm writing some episodes, and he's writing some episodes. And we're trying to figure out what we're doing with the directing right now. The logistics and also being a big part of the writer's room will limit his time. So Darabont probably won't be directing, but it sounds like he'll be writing lots of them. That's good. Interesting news here, considering we got um, a new head writer last month. Yep. And we had heard that his job was to assemble a team. Yep. Assemble a writing team. Writers unite! <laughs> That's right. Uh, but it sounds like Kirkman and Darabont will be writing a f- bunch of the episodes. So this guy was hired as, <clears throat> excuse me, as a head writer to assemble a team, and he's got Frank
1: Darabont and Robert Kirkman breathing down his neck the whole time.
0: Or maybe just on his team. <laughs> let's hope he they're not breathing down his neck so to speak yeah because that doesn't sound like a very productive working environment even though these are two talented special guys you know what i'm saying yeah i mean they know
1: how to run a writing staff I'm yeah sure they do.
0: but hey kirkman's episode that he wrote last season uh vatos right yeah was good yep I, I'm happy to see he's writing more, and if he writes three, Darabont writes three. That only leaves uh, seven more for for the writing team. But I figure that's okay. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll work it out just
1: fine. What do I know from <laughs> writing anything, really? I
0: don't know. Who knows? I'm just saying. Uh, finally, I can barely write
1: my name. <laughs>
0: there Sometimes you go. I spell that wrong. Well, don't write any TV shows anytime soon. Yeah, no soon kidding. There. Finally, Bear McCreary, we hear, is staying on as composer. Oh, good. Also, good news. He did a fine job.
1: With a name like Bear, how can you go wrong?
0: How can you go wrong, man? There you go. He's got a good blog too about um, Bear Blog, the Bear Blog about what he's he's doing and he posts he posts um, about in season one. Anyways, he wrote a post about each episode of The Walking Dead and the music, how he composed it, how they recorded it, and just what his sort of process was. It was I wrote three
1: chords today. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's more it like... fantastic. <laughs> so I hired this guy and he plays the trumpet and uh, he, he, you know, he, he, ma- he created this interesting texture with a trumpet and uh, uh, something else, you know, and we layered it in this scene like this. And it's kind of an interesting look at music production. You know what I hate? Zombies? Saxophone. <laughs> Just Sorry. as a rule? Just as a rule.
1: I don't like the saxophone. It sounds like a turkey. I don't know. The time I hear the saxophone, it just bugs me. So as long as there's no saxophone in the... Turkey phone. Oh, sax solo. Can you imagine? Do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: Kenny G. Call so. me on the turkey phone. <laughs> I don't know what that means. The saxophone. <laughs> turkey phone. Anyway,
1: moving on. Sorry. Moving on. That's,
0: I think that's it for Pally Fest. Lots of good information there. We've We've got a more concrete understanding of what we are going to see in season two and no doubt there will be more information coming uh over the course of time and we'll report on it all right all will, be, will be, all will be revealed in the fullness of time in the fullness of time let's do an update on those walking dead toys. toys <clears throat> the todd mcfarlane walking dead toys that we talked about last week i saw them did you see them i was watching ep weekly like mm-hmm. to play, you ever watch that? You don't have cable, you don't watch it. I've seen the
1: show. Uh, uh, it's available online. You can EP weekly or EP whatever the hell. Were they reporting on the toy fair? They were reporting on the toy fair and they went and they showed the toys. They had a picture of uh, Rick, not uh, picture. They had a toy of Rick Grimes and a zombie and they took the zombie apart. They
0: took out the torso and it was like all bloody guts in the end of the torso. It was Awesome. Well, part there, of the head came off. There you go. One of the things that McFarlane said, comicbookresources.com interviewed him, and one of the things he said is the zombie finger, fingers, the zombie f- <laughs> figures will have the fun factor, such as removable limbs or body parts. One of the prototypes uh, has a lever, apparently, that um, when you flick it opens the zombie's head. Yeah, the part of the, the zombie head comes off, and it's really gross awesome that sounds awesome yeah. McFarlane also said that eventually he would consider selling body part packs as accessories
1: how can you go wrong with a body part pack how can you go wrong You can just sell that for anything really just put body part pack on the package and people will buy it <laughs>
0: people will buy
1: it, it can be anything can put it in stews you know mix yeah. it into a <laughs>
0: well that's exactly what you're doing anyway <laughs> it really is you walk into the store you go to the meat section you're buying a body part pack yeah, I, I'm not so sure they would sell as well if that's how they were branded. All right, zombie breast, whatever. <laughs> you buy a chicken breast?
1: <laughs> zombie breast. Zombie top round tenderloin.
0: Again, I'm not, Body sure, I, pack. not sure I would eat that. <laughs> you got to make it sound good, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what marketing's all about. Yep. Um, so as we know there will be two sets of figures. The first set based on the comic book characters. We have Officer Rick Grimes, Michonne, Zombie Lurker and Zombie Roamer. Those are coming uh, out That's
1: in what September. they showed in the uh,
0: in the, at, the twi- at in the TV show that I was watching. Those are the ones they've prototyped, I guess, so far. Michonne's wearing a business suit. I thought she had like a mini skirt on.
1: Yeah. It, it was It looks look- like a suit though. It's a mini skirt with like a matching jacket. It looks like a business uh, kind of thing. Is that
0: not what kind of she was wearing when she showed up in the I'm not really dog? sure what she was wearing. Again. I was we'll, looking at the zombies. We'll have to go back no and check. No arms. Trip. Yeah. Um, the second set of figures will be TV show characters. We have Deputy Rick Grimes, mm-hmm. Daryl Dixon, Zombie Walker, and Zombie Biter. They're coming out in November. Whatever a zombie biter is. Yeah. We, uh, they're, they're taking some liberties with the zombies, I think, for these these action figures, but I'm okay with that. I mean, they are toys, after all. They're meant to have fun with them. and As long as they don't have zombie construction worker <laughs> and zombie miner. <laughs> yes, we don't want that. Biter, walker, lurker, zombie limo driver, and, and, and roamer are good. <laughs> zombie limo driver. You don't want a zombie <laughs> driving your limo, man. No way, man. They can't <laughs> drive. <You're>, I don't <laughs> care or... if they have residual memories. They don't know the way to where I'm going. You are not getting very far <laughs> if you have a zombie limo. <laughs> driver. <laughs> <laughs> he can make the car noises really well, but that's about it. Yeah. Tom McFarlane, he said there will be 10 or 12 differences between the two Rick Grimes figures, so you need both. Of course. Keep that in mind. We need yet? both. Um, and they plan to use the likenesses of all the actors in future toy okay. lines. Don't mix them up, though. Eh? Don't, you, you, know, you put the comic
1: book figures in one part of your special cabinet and you put the TV show figures in another part of the cabinet, you don't mix them up. You don't want Officer Rick Grimes next to Deputy Rick Grimes, you know, and Michonne next to (laughs) Daryl. What the hell? (laughs) You don't want to get those two together. No, No. that's crazy. No way, man. (laughs) Now, if they have Michonne from the TV show, and they put her in, then you got two Michonne's, and they look different, like the Officer Rick Grimes and the Deputy Rick, oh, it's just (sighs) going to be... Sounds like you've got it all figured out. Keep them separate,
0: folks. Keep them separate. Make sure there's a partition yeah. between the two. Or on sets. different shelves. That's a partition. It's just horizontal. Yeah, it's
1: horizontal, vertical, whatever.
0: Okay. Sounds like you've been doing this for a while.
1: I yeah. The only <laughs> figure that I own is a uh <clears throat> what the hell's his name? The man in black. Master Chief. No, he's got the same birthday as me. Sings
0: the songs. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. <laughs> sings the song now i don't know if i don't know if it was same birthday or sings the song tipped me <laughs> off maybe the man in, man black. in black is yeah. probably the tipping point probably. but it
1: was weird anyway i have an action figure of uh of him that i have he has a guitar in his back and he's walking along a rail line walk the line i get it walking along a rail track it's great
0: well don't put him near your Michonne. i got it for my birthday and his
1: birthday really because we have the same birthday true. true very good exciting along with erica badu
0: It's exciting stuff, man. You need an action figure of her. Do they have those? I don't know. One last note on the toys is that um, Tom McFarlane said, there's even the potential for statuettes, dioramas, and vehicles, such as Rick's horse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I
0: think maybe that. Did he mean that? Yeah, I think so. I I think it's funny that they can refer (laughs) to the horse as a vehicle, you know? Well, okay, maybe he means that the horse is a diorama. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, statuettes, comma dioramas, comma and vehicles such as Rick's horse. He means the horse is a vehicle. Now there are cars and there are campers. They could put out a camper or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the camper would be good. I think the horse, though, is just as important. A, I think we need vehicle. to look up the
1: w- definition of the word vehicle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a, a,
1: because uh, an ambulance, right, is stem from the word ambulate to move. Uh huh. Right, so an ambulance, you're moving. A uh, vehicle would be, stems from the word vehiculate. No, that can't be right. It's not horseulate, that's for sure. Horse. Anyway, a horse may be technically a vehicle. I'll have to look it up.
0: I, it is a mode of transportation. It's still funny. And it's still funny. Yeah. So there you go. I'd buy Rick's horse. It's an ambulator. I'd buy Rick's horse for a dollar. Um. So there you go. Toys coming out in September and November. I'm going to get them. Would a zombie be a vehicle if he rode on his back? Why not? <laughs> wouldn't go very fast, though. <laughs> awards hey the walking dead is uh winning and being nominated for awards all over the place the motion picture sound editors announced that walter newman won the golden reel award for best sound editing short form dialogue and adr in television for his work on episode two guts groovy congratulations to mr newman the Walking Dead has also received six Saturn Award nominations. Say that five times fast. The Walking Dead has received six Saturn Award nominations. There you go. I couldn't even do it once. <laughs> Twice. You said it for, right the first time. Okay. I'll they, count that. They are. Let's alternate these. All right. First, Best Television Presentation. That's great. Andrew Lincoln, Lincoln for Best Actor in TV. Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. Sarah Wayne Callies for Best Actress in TV. Stephen Yuan for Best Supporting Actor in TV. Lori Holden for Best Supporting Actress in TV.
1: And Noah Emmerich for Best Guest Starring Role in TV.
0: There you go. The Saturn Awards are presented in June. June. Don't know the exact date yet, but lots of award love for The Walking Dead and the actors. So good luck to all of them. I didn't make a note of the uh, other nominees in these categories because there's just too many. Who cares? But it's probably other good shows. Oh, probably. And we'll see. Hopefully The Walking Dead takes some of these. It'd be great to see that. Finally in the news today, um, last Friday, which was three days ago, mm-hmm. as we are recording right now, there was, uh, AMC aired all six episodes in a Walking Dead season one marathon. It nice. started at 8 p.m. That's a late. Yeah, and I guess wrapped up around 3 a.m. or so. What was I doing on Friday? Playing with your new Kindle. Nope. Okay. Doesn't matter. You were doing something, but it obviously wasn't watching the Walking Dead marathon. Did something. Now, on the Walking Dead AMC website, there are a bunch of roundtable videos that include uh, Frank Darabont, Robert Kirkman, Gale Ann Hurd, and Greg Nicotero. These are the executive producers right. of the show. And I think these aired during the marathon, during commercial breaks. Oh, yeah. Because they were quick little snippets of them talking about certain things, about production, about zombie school about whatever. And they were all titled The Walking Dead Marathon. So that's what gave it away for me. Huh. Uh, I did not tune into the marathon. I was busy, but that's how I figured it out. What were you doing? Let's see. Friday night, I was watching something else.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I did something though.
0: Okay, well, it doesn't matter. I was here. I was just busy. Um, so nothing too exciting here because they were mostly really quick, but they're... But they were sort of interesting, you know, there were little sort of snapshots about what it was like making the show. And the only one sort of funny line I pulled out of this is the scene apparently when they're in guts where they're chopping up the body to smear guts all over them. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lincoln, you know, stops and he says, we're going to need more guts. And he starts hacking it up again. Yep. Apparently that was ad-libbed. Awesome. So I, I do think that was sort of fun. Let's hear it for adding the lib. (laughs) Adding the lib. We're going to need more guts. Chop. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that. If you want to find those, they are on the Walking Dead uh, blog on the AMC website. Bliggity blog. Bliggity blog. They're fun to watch. There's 10 or 12 of them, so there's there's a fair number. Go check them out. All right. This week, we do have one call to the voicemail line I'm very excited to announce. I do highly recommend that everybody calls in, leaves your thoughts, your opinions, your questions, whatever. And if you do so, it might sound something like this.
1: What's up, guys? This is uh, Dale from South Texas. I just heard the latest podcast, and I'm calling to say we're still listening. You know, we're not calling, but keep up the word. Thank you. Bye.
0: There was some secret message there at the end, I guess. Uh, Thanks for calling in. I I, I said last week that we haven't been receiving a lot of calls lately, and I I suspect it might be because, well, The Walking Dead's not on the air right now. Uh, For a while there, we were sort of in a slow news period, and people may not have been listening to the podcast as urgently as they had been when the show was on the air. So if they listen to an episode, you know, a month late or weeks late, they might think, well, I have an opinion, but if I call in now it's not relevant anymore. So um When is everything relevant? Like it's it's nothing's relevant at any real time. What is relevance? Well my point was just don't worry about that. If you've got something to say, by all means give us a call and let us know. We wanna hear all of the feedback, the questions and any sort of conversation you have. So um, we appreciate that caller for giving us a ring. And if you want to do so, you can do it at one 483 zomb toll free zombie. That's right. Zombie line. That's the zombie line. That is going to wrap up our show, I guess for this week. Um, as I just said, call us on the zombie line. We love to get all your feedback. You can also send emails to talking at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at talking dead is our username there or facebook.com slash the talking dead those are all the fine ways to get in touch with us are
1: there any unfine ways
0: nope there are none only fine ways we don't have a myspace page so oh that would be it zing sorry <laughs> <laughs> what's I don't wrong know. with myspace have you used it lately i have have uh, you looked at it lately no The only reason I ever signed up for a MySpace page was so that I could look at other people's MySpace pages.
1: Well, that's the whole point. It's social media.
0: That's the that's the whole thing. Yeah, but now it's just a wasteland of crap. Well, that's like most of the internet. You just described the internet, really, wasteland
1: (laughs) of crap. Here and there, dotted with some kind of jewel of wisdom,
0: like this podcast. That's right, and I wouldn't even say that. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been Talking Dead number 41, Jason's triumphant return after Dave's uh, majestic fill Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know I could be triumphant. There you go. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, have a great week. Bye.